Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this afternoon. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Hallelujah. Glory. Careful what you ask for. A scripture, but when you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pay to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. We got deep into that subject this morning. I don't think I want to repeat it this afternoon, especially since it's on podcast. You can uh, look on podcast any time this week at your convenience and and uh, uh, listen to the message. Amen? Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to let the Lord do whatever he wants to do. But we do, I do want to give you a little bit of a foretaste. The message was about connecting with God. Many times we pray we don't connect with God. We pray to impress others or we pray to impress God. We really don't connect with God. You you can't connect with God if you're trying to impress him. You're not real. The word impress means not normal. When you try to impress God, that says you're not going to be real. And you always must be real when you connect with God. And you must take the time to connect with God. Not just, you know, sometimes I realize you could just be, you could be praying, you know, but it's like your feet, your feet and your hands and your heart is still traveling. You just don't connect. It's so important to connect with God. Because there's where it's real. If you want God to be real, you must be real. Amen? If you want God to be real with you, then you have to be real with God. Not religious. God is not impressed. 
with your tongue speaking, your scripture quoting. He's not impressed. He's impressed when you use them appropriately. But he's not impressed with that. We must get to a place where we quit trying to impress people and impress God and just be real with God. That's, that's when God is real. Huh? That's when God is real. You know, when you're trying to impress God, you want God to impress you back, you know. When you're trying to impress God, you, you want God to respond back to you uh, abnormally or miraculously or, you know, you, you're just not wanting a real relationship with God. Be real with him. He is real. Yes. Hmm? I, I understand that some of us are on a journey to find God. But you're never going to find him not being real. You're never going to find him pretending to be something that you are not. You're never going to find him trying to be more religious than what you are. Yes? Uh, you don't pray all week, but you pray on Sunday. Hmm? Start somewhere. Yes, yeah, start somewhere. But be real with him. What you have, you give to him. Yes, be real with him. And he will be so real with you. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's see where we are going. Da, 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 da. Maybe some prophecies. Maybe some joy. See, sometimes you just gotta sometimes you just gotta put down your agenda and just let God be God. Yes. yes. You you must learn to trust God inside of you. Huh? This morning we went deep into the word. That's 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 where we was at. Which Sometimes happens that we get deeper in the morning service than the afternoon service. I don't know if morning people are more deeper than afternoon people. Or... Mm -hmm. Speak to us, Lord. Have your way. Somebody's having a, it's like a, a heartbreak, but I think your words are more like, I can't find my heart. I can't find my heart. Hmm. That's a good message all by itself. <laughs> I can't find my heart. It's like, your heart has got lost. Your heart ever get lost? Yeah. I mean, you're not lost. Huh? You know the Lord saves you, but your heart is lost. It's like, it's like you're trying to have some kind of feelings, but you can't have no feelings. It's like your heart's in prison or it's lost or you just can't connect with it. Uh, you're screaming out, I just want to be free. I just want to be free. 
It might cost you something to get free, but it's worth the price. I say it might cost you something to get free, but it's well worth the price. Mm, there's someone in here right now. You've just been telling God you're not free. And sometimes you don't even have to change anything in your life. Sometimes you just get bound up with thoughts that are not yours or imprisoning thoughts or thoughts that don't come from Christ. The Bible says take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. That means make sure that it's serving Christ. But ready to punish every act or uh, that... Um, that is of disobedience or ever thought that is not God. But someone, you've been telling the Lord, you just want to be free. You can't find your heart. That's you. Uh-huh. You stand up, please. Mm -hmm. Anyone else? la da so you want to be free at any cost. All right, you come forward. I think I'm looking for someone else too. You've been telling God you just want to be free. You can't find your heart. You can't, you can't find your, your worship. You can't find your joy. You just can't find it. That could be several people, I guess, but I'm looking for someone. Yours is not so much romantic, is it? You think yours is romantic? Somebody's just going to break out. But, but, but you're upset. You, you need to forgive somebody. True. I can hear you, you know. I forgive somebody up to yesterday. You forgive them yesterday? Up till yesterday? Up till yesterday. What'd you do from yesterday till today? <laughs> I know what you meant by that. I still. <laughs> I, st I still found that was funny. Up to yesterday. I forgave him up to yesterday. Yeah, but I don't forgive him on Sunday. You know, just up to yesterday. And, and you let him go. Yes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The reason I said I don't think yours is romantic is I see somebody else. Mm hmm. La da ba e e. 
Mm-hmm. So you need to let something go. I don't think so, Prophet. You don't. I don't think so. You you come to find your heart. Yeah. Oh, okay. You come to find your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's going to start standing now. Uh, I'm I'm going to let the I'm going to let the Lord move. I'm not going to take up the whole service just here, huh? You will receive the word. All right. Mm-hmm. You you can come. I'm not going to spend a, a lot of time on this one prophecy. We just receive because. The truth is, if you wanted to be free more than anything else, my words alone would just pause. Hmm? I wouldn't have to go no deeper. It would just. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I, I, I see you. I, I see you looking. You're looking at an older gentleman, and then there's some issue with in laws. Uh-huh. You love all your in-laws. You love all your in-laws. All of them. Where's your father? Where? He home. And you love him. And you okay with him. You don't talk with him. All right, I see in you. One is him. And one is, you married or? Huh? Your children follow. Y'all living together? Yeah, uh, back and forth. Up till yesterday. Up <laughs> till this morning. Oh, till this morning. All right. Um, so, his family. You good with his family? Yeah. Uh, you sure? Yes. I'm good with his family. Well, let us be too much in my life. Them family, be too much mm-hmm. uh, we know we're not gonna go no deeper. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Sometimes you just be quiet and the truth just comes out. Yeah. Uh. There's something in our nature that just likes to say no sometimes. We just stay quiet and truth comes out. See, I told you, I said, I'm looking for somebody. It's romantic. I said, yours is not romantic. You say, yes, it is. But you say you forgave them up to yesterday, not meaning you ain't still forgiving them today. I believe that that prayer was good. But I see one, I see you looking at older gentlemen, and the Lord says it's your father. And I see you looking at the in-laws. 
And so you say they're kind of in your business, right? All right, that's the same thing. See, sometimes there's, there's a grudge developing there that you don't even realize. See, when you, when you get tangled up with somebody, you get tangled up for several generations as if though we ain't got enough on our side, we get it tangled up with generations on the other side, right? You got to let them all go. Yeah. Lord's going to touch you in just a minute, but you got to let them all go. You love Jesus? See, here's the thing. The Bible says, if you do not forgive, you will not be forgiven. And let me explain this a little bit deeper. See, you can't say, Lord, I love you, I love you, and... and your conscience won't let you. Your conscience will call you a liar. You, can, you can't, you can't. When you say, I love you, God, and your conscience knows that you're holding something against somebody, you can't let your love free. How can you find your heart if your heart's back here with a, a, a cutlass, you know? You understand? Listen, if, if, if you want God's love, you've got to love. And you've and you got to let all your prisoners go. Let God deal with those things he needs to deal with. Yes. I just want to take one spin. I'm looking for somebody. Somebody whose heart is just, oh, is just tied up inside. Mmm. Mmm. You're back. There's no time like the present, you know, just to. Listen, the, the Lord will do it. You just gotta, you gotta give Him your heart. You, you, you can't be, you can't be, you can't be worried and and troubled about things. Yay! You can't be having those things bottled up inside of you, because you can't get free. You can't get your heart out to love. Uh, you can't get your heart out of love. See you. you if, you, if you're in your car, but you're scared to get out, you can't get out. Uh, when you just love, to, love Jesus, uh, you like to worship Jesus? Huh? I like to talk with God. You talk, that's not what I asked you. I said, I, I said would you, to worship him. You got to let these things go. 
You let them go, you're free. Huh? You let them go, you, you, you're free. Just let them go, you, you, you're free. You let them go, you're free. Can't find your heart. Where's your heart at? Huh? In my chest. Is in your chest. Yeah, but can it get can it get free? Can it get free? What's got your heart tied up? You laugh all you want. Do you have children? Huh? No. You don't have no children. I see. I see strings or shoelaces, and it's like it's connected to people. So you don't have no children. You don't have no children that you're concerned about. No kids. Why am I seeing children? Huh? You have a lot of nieces and nephews. Yeah. All right. That that you care about. Yeah. Do you help take care of them sometimes? Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. Nieces and nephews. How many nieces and nephews you got? Five in total. Huh? Five in total. Five. Three girls, two boys. Uh-huh. From, from different families. Yeah, two brothers. Two different brothers. And 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 one of your brothers is uh, One one of your brothers, the family is a lot of stuff going on in that family, and you feel responsible. Sometimes, yeah. So I see all these shoestrings to these these children. So much so they look like your children when I saw them. But, but it's like in that relationship, there's some, there's some fighting going on. Yeah. In that relationship, and there's some unstableness going on. And sometimes you just want to say, why don't they behave? Yeah. But they're just not doing that. Yes? 
And the other family, you got concerns about them too, right? Yeah. And you said if I could get them straightened out, I could, I could work on my life. Is that true? Yeah. So you have a man in your life? Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. Not married. No. Want to be married? Is yeah. he the right one? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. Do you want children? Yes. You want children. You know, sometimes you can try to fix families and, you know, that's just a, when you're dead, they still need fixing. Sometimes you just got to let things be. Help when God tells you to help. But sometimes you just got to let things go a little bit. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, children in the world a lot of hurting children in the world there's a lot of families messed up and you just can't fix them all and sometimes they even get dependent on you fixing them now if that's where the lord has you and i don't think it is if that's where the lord has you um, um then you you should do what the lord tells you to do but the Lord says you bring a lot of that into your relationship. And that's, and that's what's messing up your relationship. Hmm? Hmm. And, and do y'all live together? Yeah. You live together. But, there is a, but, but he even complains about that song. Does he complain about that song? About your family? Sometimes. Does he complain or act like sometimes you, uh, you're not giving enough time to him? Yeah. Yes. Because you bring a lot of stuff into this relationship. You don't, I mean, not on purpose. It's just, you know, we can only take so much until we take it home with us. Make sense? Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to pray for your two brothers and, and the family. And the Lord will begin to work in them, but you got to just trust God to work in that. Yes. And you can't take it home in your relationship. So, y'all working towards marriage? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Huh? Yeah. Kind of, a little bit. Kind of, yeah. I understand. So, is he the one? He feels that way about He feels that way. Oh, you feel that way. I thought you said he feels that way. No, I said it feels that way. Oh, it feels that way. Does he have the same feeling? I'm not God. I could, I but does it seem like heart. he has the same feeling? Yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing. Sometimes you, you get your feelings all wrapped up into things and you can't even feel anymore. God is going to set you free right now. Uh, He's going to set you free right now. He's just going to cut all those cords, all those apron strings. He's going to cut all those apron. You try to make sure they got something to eat. Yeah. That's you. That's why I see apron strings. Listen, it's good to give, but you can't give away your soul, you know. Uh, so the Lord's setting you free right now. You believe that? You want to be free? Huh? 
Yes, I do. All right. Joy is coming to you right now. Because uh, this is interfering with your relationship. You, you're not going you're just going to get comfortable there. And you're not going to be able to find out, hey, are we supposed to be together? Let's get married. Let's do this. As long as this other stuff is going on. Yes. Mm -hmm. So joy's coming to you. What's, what's holding your heart back? I'm not sure, Prophet. You're not sure. No. You're not sure. Mm -hmm. See, you're, you're free. You're untied. You just got to choose to be free. Huh? Sometimes we got to choose to be free. You know, you, you can't look and say, I wish that was fixed, and I wish that was fixed, and I wish that was fixed. And then say, I ain't going to be free. As long as you wish in that, sometimes you just got to be, you got to accept that freedom. Huh? Yes. You just got to accept that. So you're not married either, right? Do you want to be married? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You love him? Is he the one? Sure. You're not sure. So how long you been not sure? How long you been with him? Four years though. Four years and you're not sure. Ten years from now you'll still not be sure. Sureness sometimes is dependent upon us making a decision. Sureness is not dependent upon itself. It's dependent upon making the decision. Uh, it's saying, no, you're the one. Lord, is this the one? He'll give you a sign. But if you ignore his signs, he ain't going to talk to you no more. Because you didn't. So can you live with that? Huh? Well, then he ain't the one. Up to yesterday and today. <laughs> See, you got joy. Listen, sometimes you got to make some hard decisions in your life, right? Now, I assume the counselors, they, can't, they ministered with you, right? Is she getting prayers again today? All right, listen. We don't put nobody together. We don't take nobody apart. We just help you to see what you need to see. It's everybody's decision to make their decision. But we'll help you see. Or we'll show you the other side. Or if God tells us something, we'll speak it. But it's your decision. But I want everybody to hear. Listen, you're never going to be sure as long as you're waiting for sure to tell you you're sure. You have to make a decision. Every decision has responsibility to make it the decision you want. Lights, come on. Good night. Don't that make sense? Listen, that's from heaven above. You can't just wait for something to be, make sure. Sure is never going to answer. You pray. And you have to make a decision. And nobody's perfect. We not perfect. They not perfect. Ain't nothing in life perfect. But we can be sure this is where we're supposed to be. All right. So you get your prayer. But right now you could be free. You already got some joy. 
right? And sometimes you got to make a hard decision, right? And I'm not telling you to stay or go. I'm just asking you, is this the one? Because if it's the one, it's going to bear witness in there. And truthfully, that's, that's, why, that's why we should always be sure first, get married, and then have children. Because sometimes we get stuck making hard decisions. Right? But God's not angry at you. He's reaching out his hand to help you. And that I am sure of. You may be seated. Mm -hmm. So you sure? Yeah, sure. Uh, is your man handsome? Uh, yes. He you is. didn't bring him with you, did you? No. Uh, no he, he's good looking too, isn't he? Yes, he is. Huh? Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. The Lord said he's good looking. I don't know what he meant by that. <laughs> Maybe he loves all his children. I don't know. But... Now the Lord says you have a good man. Why? Well, you just need to let some of these other people go. Yeah. Mm. You love Jesus. I do. I do. See, you just need to love on him sometimes. <laughs> I'm talking about your husband-to-be and Jesus. You, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh -huh. Listen, some things you can't fix. You believe that? Yeah. But God can make things work. All right. Okay, you can be seated, but I have another word for you. I, ain't, I don't know what it is yet. It's coming. Mm -hmm. It's coming. Mm -hmm. You know your heart's free. <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just want more of God. That's what you want. In yes. fact, that's, that's what you've spoken. God, I just want more of you. You've spoken that. Yes, brother. You want to be more on fire for God. Yes. All right. All right. Don't ever throw away what you have Amen. to get more. Amen. Don't ever throw away the relationship you have with God to get more of God. Anybody hear me? A lot of times as Christians, we want more of God. And what we do is we say we don't have enough of God in the same breath. And we should not say that. We have plenty of God. Don't ever get rid of God to get more of God. Yes? Yeah. Mm. So I'm giving you back what you already have. <laughs> You're going to hug him. You say, no, he's taken. I can't do that. <laughs> you come, come, you come here. You come here. Hmm? Fire. 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 I'm not, you look younger than your daughter right now. Huh? Doesn't you? 
She looked younger than her daughter. What the heck is some ways we can never get more of God because he gives us all of himself in the beginning but what happens is we begin to give God more of us God gives his all to us so we say we want more of God but the truth is we just got to let go of us it's about us taking more of God and it's not about giving up something don't don't everybody hear me if you want more of God, don't give up what you got. No, 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 no. God is good right here. But Lord, I'd like to do more for you. That's what you want to say. Lord, I want to do more for you. Uh, I want to do more. Yes. Lord, I thank you for my, uh, my family, my children, but I just want to do more for God. I want to run that race. <laughs> hmm. So when's the last time you worship? I haven't done worship in a while. There you go. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Mm. All right. The Lord says he's going to open doors for you to speak to people, to give them a prophetic word. But he said, you better talk to them when I bring them to you. He's going to give you that opportunity. Huh? If you ever shrink back, the Bible says if you shrink back, you won't please God. If you ever shrink back, that means you've got to walk forward just to receive the energy to make the next step. So you don't ever shrink back. So the Lord says he's going to open doors for you to talk to some people. And not just inside this house while you're outside. Do not shrink back. Yes, Lord. I'm not warning, as, I'm not warning you as in, as in I'm going to beat you if you don't. I'm just saying, when you feel that urge, you go. You just move, just talk. And he'll prove your words true. Yes? Yes. All right. You got it. See, God will give you more attention than he can handle. If you just let him. Uh, oh, yes, he's very attentive. You just open up your heart and let him. Mm. 
Lada mama kasiki. Hmm. Oh yeah, I had another word for you. I don't know what it is yet. I know there's something the Lord is trying to speak. No, you 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 trying to do something for Christmas for your family, right? Huh? Yes. You, you want money for ham and that kind of stuff. Am I right? Am I right? Yes. yes. The Lord talking to you. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Mm, see the Lord talking to you. He know he knows all your prayers. You know what that means? That means sometimes when you're praying for some people and the prayers don't get answered, didn't mean God didn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, it just means God has got timing. Right? His timing is not our timing. And, 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 one of, and one of these kids, you're concerned about them in school. A girl, you're concerned about them in school. Stand up, please. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Stand up a minute, please. I'm not going to take you up to the front again. I'm, uh, is that true? Yes. All right. You ain't told me none of this, right? No, I didn't. All right. You have met with God. He's talking to you. Mm. And you have a beautiful heart, even though you beat up on it. What? You beat up on your heart. The Lord says you beat up on your heart. Huh? You get upset with you yourself because you, you're trying to help people and sometimes they don't want to help themselves. And then you start to feel bad, wishing that you was nicer. And, and then you go home and, and sometimes a little racket to start there and you wish, you wish you was nicer. That's where your heart is. You're just beating up on it. When you're going to realize you live in a bunch of miserable people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, ain't nothing wrong with your heart. I take all the needles out of it. Yes. And the Lord's going to help you provide, do some things for Christmas. But some of them ain't going to appreciate it even when you do it. And you know that. Yeah. Huh? I know that. Either that or they say, is that all? <laughs> Why? Uh huh? Yeah. Mm hmm. So you you gonna you gonna cook your man a Christmas dinner? It's a family thing. It's a family thing. Yeah. Uh huh. So you gonna his family? He's gonna be there too. At your family. Yeah. All right, Daddy. Want to ask you? I asked you if you gonna cook your man a Christmas dinner. It don't have to be right there on Christmas, you know. But you could call it Christmas. It wasn't in my mind, but. <laughs> you should put it in your mind. Is this the right man? Yeah. Then you should put it in your mind. Huh? Okay. Yes. Because sometimes he feels like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> How long you been with him? Almost eight years. Almost. And y'all ain't married? Tapa, 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 kasi. 
and no children. Do you want children? Yes. Does he want children? Yes. You, timing. It ain't no timing. Don't tell me about timing. Ain't got nothing to do with no time. Eight years and you ain't got time? <laughs> you got time. So does this man believe in Jesus? He do. All right, you tell him, right? What's his name? Keniel. Keniel? Yeah, Keniel Spencer. Keniel? Spencer. All right. You married this woman... <laughs> And you marry this woman and the children are going to come. Yes. If he, if he says, will you marry me, you're going to say yes? I will, yes. Yeah. He will. Christmas. Already at the I got the dinner coming. You do Christmas. <laughs> you, you cook him a Christmas meal. Just the, just the two of you. You can do that. Just the two of us, right? You can do that. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Cook his ham. Cook the ham. Whatever it is he likes. <laughs> Listen, God's telling you everything you're thinking. Right? Quit beating up on yourself. Right? Some people you can just help a little bit. You can't help a lot. Right. Hmm? And you better say, yes. <laughs> it's a surprise, eight years. It's a surprise. You're blessed. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So if the Lord knows your shopping list, knows the things of your heart, listen, there's, there's nothing you ain't been talking about. Maybe, you even, maybe you're not one of these religious prayer, prayers, but you, you pray in your way. The Lord hears you. But do you believe? See, that's the question. Do you believe? Do you believe he hears you? Do you believe he cares? That's the question. Huh? You know the Lord hears everything. In verse 8 it actually says, He knows what you need before you ask, or He knows what you want before you ask. So the question is, do we believe? Do we believe that He so loves us? Do we truly believe that He would forgive us? Hmm? That he would remove the burdens from our heart. Hmm? Yes. Who needs a word? <clears throat> uh, huh? In the back row on the left here is lively.
This young man right here. The Lord says, I'm just going to give him a quick word. The Lord says you have some burdens in your heart. And he just wants you to talk to him. Is that true? Some things troubling you? You ain't got nothing troubling you. Ain't got no burdens. Hmm? Kinda. All right. See, the reason I ain't pulling you up front, because you're not sure about some of this, right? I'm just telling you, the Lord says you've got some burdens. Talk to him. He'll listen to you. How old are you? 22? You have a car. You have a car. You want another car? You guess. Are you thinking about another car? The Lord says, Lord says you want you want some you want money to get a car. So if you have one, so you you'd like to have another one. Is that true? Huh? A change. A change. Obviously, you want to upgrade, right? Yeah. Huh? Mm. So you have a job? Yeah. Do you want a job? You sure you want a job? I don't like to give out jobs if you don't want them. You want a job? Huh? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. The Lord says you're good with your hands. Yes. Huh? What, what, what do you like to do? You like to tinker with cars. A bit. But what is it you like to do? The what? Programming, computer science. Computers, all right. And, and you have a degree in that? Huh? But you need a job. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. So if, if the Lord gets you a job, you're going to believe the Lord loves you? Mm. You have any applications sent out? A lot. A lot. All right. Da 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 You gonna get an offer before you'll get an offer before Christmas or a seemingly offer. But there's one is gonna come first of the year. That's going to be the best offer. Yeah. Amen. All right. And again, I, I usually bring people up front, but I know you too. I'm not going to do that to y'all. Yes. But Lord is real. He's going he gonna to prove to you that he's real. 
Who needs a word? Why is it at Christmas we always need more than we do with the rest of the year? People always need something at Christmas, yeah. Isn't that true? Ah. More than Easter, more than any other time. Come Christmas, it's the Lord's birthday, but we need. <laughs> ah. And daughter, you've been praying about a car for somebody? You. Who's that? Huh? For him? Uh-huh. And who is him? That's my husband. That's who? My husband. That's your husband. These are children? Yeah. All three of them? Just got three? Yeah. Oh, so you're the one with the car. Need the car. You got a car, but you want another one. Eventually. Uh-huh. But you've been praying about it. Is that true? Yeah. That's true? Uh-huh. You must have a good wife. She's praying for you to get a car. Can you drive? You can't even drive. But you, huh? Where are all these good women coming from? They're praying. Well, that one wanted to... I was wanting to show for one. All right. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, the Bible says, you know, to treat your wife with respect so nothing hinders your prayers. And she praying for you to get a vehicle. That's nice. Mm. So if you had a choice, what kind of vehicle would you want? You're not too picky? Yeah, not too picky. Something that's useful. You know? Useful. Yeah, use these things as tools. Say that? Use it as a tool, basically. Now, you know? As a tool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But God's more than a tool. You're more than a tool. Yeah. Huh? I don't believe in using God. You don't believe in using him? Using him like that. You know what I mean? Um, see, here's the thing. I respect what you're saying. But, but sometimes we have this, this thing like, Boy, I would really like to have that. But I'm not going to ask God. Because I, I don't, I don't want to do that to God. And so when you get that, you're happy. But who gave that to you? See, it's, it's okay to say, Lord, I would like to have. Yeah. What, what, what makes you a child of God or not a child of God is how you behave if you don't get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like your I like your attitude that you know to, you know just the necessities, but God is more than necessities. Huh? Look at your beautiful children. See, he could have gave you three ugly girls, but he gave you beautiful girls. Huh? So so don't tell me God don't do that. There's another one. That's not yours down there. That's a, that's who? Your aunt. 
Okay. But see, you can't look at these beautiful faces and say, God, don't do, do pretty, you know. Yes. May God show you just how much he loves. See, you know, you know, sometimes, I think I used to be a little bit like that. Sometimes you think, you think, oh, you can't ask God for nice things. I just, Lord, give me my daily bread. He never said you couldn't ask for some chicken. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I understand, you know, you, you make do with what you got. That, I mean, I understand that. But sometimes you, you put yourself in poverty just because you don't believe God is a God that blesses. Now, granted, we don't use God just say, Lord, I want that, Lord, I want that. And that's, that's all there is to your life. First thing is, that's just vanity on your part. But to think that God won't bless you with, with nice things or God won't bless your life. You know, he'll bless your life so you can be a blessing to somebody else. Right? Or he'll bless your life just so you can be a witness to what God wants to do. Hmm? Yeah. Um, I, I, and I don't want to say this to this young man. You know, one time many years ago, I was going to buy this old cheap van. I was going to travel around the United States and, and evangelize. I was going to buy this old van. I figured I'd have to pretty well sleep in it. So I was going to buy this old van and put this mattress in there. So I went to the dealer and I was trying to buy this old van. They had this old van in the back. But they had this nice van up front. I kept trying to buy the old van. The car salesman tried, wanted to sell me the new van. I said, nah, old one. So I went home that night and the Lord fussed at me. Mm -mm. He's, he told me to quit being so cheap. And I go back the next day, and they had none marked that new one down, the newer one. They had none marked it down. See, sometimes, sometimes we, sometimes we, paint a picture of a poor God. Now I understand you can use God. I understand that you can just want, 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 want. I understand vanity, but you choosing to have less, just trying to prove yourself not to be vain. Yeah, and and the truth is when. When you come along and get something, yes, let's just, let's just say, for example, you come to church, you never ask God, say, Lord, I'd like to have a new car. And so, now nah, I ain't going to ask God for a new car because, you know, you know, because, uh, you know, that, that's, that's just prosperity. Yeah. I can make do with this car. Just using car as an example, not picking on this gentleman, but just using it as an example. And so you never ask. And so all at once, you get a new car. So if God didn't give you a new car, who gave you a new car? The devil? Huh? See, I, I, I believe you can say, Lord, I'd like to have this. Or I would like to have that. Now, I understand eternity. You know, that's, that's top of the list. I understand helping others. But it's okay for you to say, Lord, I would like to have this. Because hmm? sometimes your religion keeps you from being blessed. And you know, that, you know there's, there's individuals, there's many of us as Christians, we can't have a good thing because we feel guilty. Hmm? If we live on the street and everybody got an old car and we get a new car, 
we feel like we got so much pride because we got that new car. Huh? If the Lord blesses you, he blesses you. Use it appropriately and give God all the glory. Say, the Lord blessed me. I don't know why he did. I wasn't doing nothing special. He just blessed me. Amen. Mm -mm. So. Mm, who am I looking for? a word. at 3 a.m. with this crucinating, crucinating pain. I woke at 3 a.m. with this crucinating pain. Who is that? Mm -hmm. You woke at 3 a.m. and you had this pain. just said a few minutes ago it's been a while since I had a word I would like to have a word did you say that you said that been a while but I would like to have a word I gonna look for a word for you by looking at it for 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for 3 a.m. You had this cruciating pain. It's painful to say that word. 
Who's that? You woke with this 3 a.m. I don't know what day. But you woke up with this, this, this pain. About mm. uh, your face, maybe a toothache, I suppose. It's, it's this pain. Mm -hmm. Where are you at? You woke with this pain. Mm hmm. It's just on one side of your face or something. You woke with this pain. The Lord has a word for you. I don't know if you're in the house or online. Kisabanaye. up with this pain. for you as you huh as three o'clock where have you been <laughs> three o'clock in the morning <laughs> huh <laughs> what she said <laughs> it wasn't three o'clock I heard three o'clock you or your mother? My mom, my mom. Oh, your mama said so? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. She still have the pain? I'm looking for three o'clock, oh, huh? I believe so. She did have braces. Were you con communicating with her? Yes, mm. She has braces? Yes, yes, it's approved. Uh-huh. The guy was really rough. So. Uh-huh. So you talk your mama into braces, too? Uh, yes, Papa. <laughs> See if she still has pain, but I'm still looking at three. You three? Yes. All right. I come in. Bring her up front. Come up front, please. You brave. Come, 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 come. Uh, yeah. I made a commitment to God. He said, I need to bring people up front. I made a few exceptions. Sometimes the Lord makes exceptions. I made an exception with these two young men over here because uh, they kind of knew. I made an exception back there. Yes, but I made a commitment to God. And without God, I just sing in jingle bells. So I made a commitment that I would bring you up front, right? Right. 
Yes, in, in his presence, right? Okay. Mm, yeah. Huh? Yeah. You, you bring your mom up front. What what morning was this? It was a few um few mornings ago, like two three mornings ago. It was the side of my face. Yeah, side of the face. You, it was you ruled it to be the tooth, but it basically almost hurting your eye too, yeah. right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. All right. And do you still have that pain? Not right now, but no. it comes sometimes around that same time, three a.m. It comes at three a.m. Yeah. How often has it been coming at three a.m.? Like two or three weeks. Two or three weeks at 3 a.m. Yeah. It doesn't come every night, but space out at the same time. Every other three. night or something. But always 3 a.m. Yeah, after 3. So, so how did that tooth know what time it is? <laughs> that, all that says is, is probably something else that's aggravating the tooth, right? right? Have you been to see about the tooth? No, because I'm afraid of the dentist. Huh? No, because you, I'm scared of the dentist. You're scared of the dentist. What you more scared of, the dentist or coming up here? Coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a nice prophet. I do not embarrass people. I do not expose people. I might talk about your business a little bit, but <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing em embarrassing. Right? So... Don't don't make me more scary than the dentist. Okay. All right. So so this side. Yeah. All right. But see, there's there's something spooky if it's only coming at a certain time in the night, right? right? Unless I mean, you could be grinding your teeth or something, maybe. But it, it's still it's a bit strange. But you don't have no pain right now. No. All right. Mm hmm. And she still has her pain yes, because of the like braces, second, right? Yeah. And you talked her into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. You got her online there? Yes. All right. All right. All right. Just out of faith, right? Tell her to... to Type out, just say Prophet Terry. Just tell her to type it out. All right, that'd be fine. Mm -hmm. She can hear me? She can hear? Not very clear. All right, can you hear me now? Huh? What are you moving over there for? What are you doing dressed like me for? <laughs> good morning or good afternoon. All right. Hallelujah. I want you to do something.
So she can type too, right? Yes. Tell her just to type out Prophet Terry. That's all she got to do, type it out. Tell her to type it out. And when she finishes, the pain's going to go away. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing special about that name. It's just something the Lord said do. Just, just type it. It's just something the Lord says do. Nothing, nothing special about my name. It's the Lord that heals. Nobody else. Mm -hmm. We forgive your daughter for tormenting you. The precious. You go ahead. Never mind. You make it, Mama. Get braces. Come here. Did she type it? Put mommy and type it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to get what? Oh. I tell her to type, right? She did it. You see it? Yes. All right. Pain gone. Tell her to check it. Mm -hmm. Pain gone. Totally gone. It's going to be totally gone. All the pain gone. You're just going to feel your mouth loosen up. I tell her to check. It's done. Mm. Somewhat, not somewhat, totally gone. The Lord don't do somewhat. Listen, whenever, whenever something's going on in your life, pain or whatever, and it somewhat fixes or somewhat gets better, nah, you holding it back. Because if God is touching it, he's not going to just touch it a little. If you got God's favor, he going to touch it. And when he touches it, it's there. Yes? Now, the perfect scripture of that is there was a man that was uh, blind, I believe. And Jesus was prayed for the man. And Jesus says, can you see? And the man says, uh, I see people walking around like trees. And I think Jesus spit on him or something. And then he could see. Something like that. Right? Uh, so you, you can't tell me that Jesus had to pray again to be able to heal the man. Everybody follow? Jesus didn't have to pray again to heal the man. The healing was there. The prayer was for that man. In fact, Jesus, the man had come to Jesus earlier and Jesus took him outside away from everybody else. Yes? Because sometimes we're intimidated. So Jesus took the man to the side and, and, and prayed with the man. 
Yes, it's like these two young men here, see. I didn't bring them up here. I, I knew I needed to pray right there. Uh, so the, the healing is there. The reason the Lord prayed is not because the Lord is weak. We know he's not weak. Because we weak. We weak to receive. We weak to believe. And some of us, we don't want to bother the Lord too much. So we just, Lord, just ease it up a little bit. I'll carry the rest myself, you know. We like to be them good old Job saints, you know. No. Healing is healing. If God's touching you, he's touching you. Yes. There's somebody in your life you're a little fearful of. Okay. Who are you a little fearful of? Nobody. Not, not like not terrified, but there's somebody that you're a little fearful of. You don't know who I'm talking about? No. Mm -hmm. It's a man that you okay. some. Huh? Fearful in what way? It's, it's like you're a little fearful of this person. Mm hmm. Don't know what I'm talking about. No, because I'm not sure of the context. The context. Fearful of, of some man. Like what? Fearful of heartbreak? Fearful of what? Fearful of well, betrayal. Well, let's see. What kind of fearful? It's just, it's just like you're uneasy around this person. You're just not totally free around this person. You have some fears or worries. Maybe it could be fears of heartbreak. That was your words. My daddy. Huh? Is that my father? Mm -hmm. Your father. You live around your father? No. I don't live around him, but I'm around him more these days. More these days. Because what I saw is I saw he was kind of fearful of this man. It had to do something with love. Could be your father. I'm just waiting for confirmation. Okay. Mm -hmm. you, you find yourself a little edgy around him, you know, a little. Oh, my dad. That's your dad. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. And that's been for a long time. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to take that away. Listen. You can't please people. No matter, sometimes the more you try to please people, the bigger best you make out of it. Right. Sometimes you just got to be you. Uh, you know, God loves you. You know that. Uh, sometimes you don't feel that acceptance by God, by your father. Uh, and you're letting that affect the rest of your life. Mm. Sometimes you don't feel like, see, sometimes if you don't get that acceptance from your father, you start to feel like, you're not going to get all that acceptance from God. And then if a relationship comes along, you don't feel like you're going to get acceptance there. Uh, truth is, at 3 o'clock in the morning, there's a spirit that aggravates you. And that's what's causing the pain, more so than the actual tooth. A tooth, ache, a tooth don't just come and go like that. Mm -hmm. um, there's things that, that can provoke our body physically. Right? It, it wouldn't be that timely. Right. Right? And sometimes you've looked, and that's right there around 3 o'clock, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, see, that, that's, that's something else. That's something else attacking you. It's just happened to be hitting on that. 
But I go and pray for healing for there. There's something there. But it's not, it's not the whole ordeal. There's something else that's attacking you. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you, you almost wake up sweating. Yeah. You sweat, right? No. So you've been attacked. You're in a deep sleep and, and it's attacking you. Right? Yeah. And, and, and because of that, I don't know, maybe you're grinding your teeth or something in there. I'm not seeing all of it. But I'm seeing that, that, that it's not so much a toothache. That you're being attacked, and actually, before, right before that, you're having this deep sleep, and this and this spirit is aggravating you, and then it causes you to wake up, and you're in this sweat. That 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 sweat is is saying that you're you're fighting with this thing in the night, and and it's it's hinged around, it's hinged around some of that uh, fear. And I, hmm. so did you say you've been around your father? More recently? Yeah. That's what you said. You said that, right? Uh, sometimes I can't remember if somebody said it or if I heard it from God. See, that's what's stirring that. Okay. Hmm. You love the Lord, don't you? Yes. Hmm. I see that. I see that. I see how you, I see how you receive the word. You just... Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do for God? What would you like to do for God? What would you like to do for God? I'm not sure. Huh? I'm not sure. You're not sure, but you want to do something for God. Huh? Yes? So your first thing is you've got to appear in front of all these people. What? What? <laughs> no, I didn't say pray because it's... Ta, 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 ta. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you like to sing? Yeah, I do. You do? Yes. Ah. Let me not scare you no more. Oh. <laughs> See, listen, you have so much to offer. Huh? You, ha- you have a beautiful spirit about you. Because hmm? I see it. Just the way you're receiving the words, you know. Some, sometimes you give somebody a word and... And it's, it's almost like it's rock candy or something. It's, <laughs> but you, you, receive, you receive so easily. It's so easy to bless you. Huh? But you've got to believe it. Because if you don't believe it, you start blocking your blessings. Huh? Right? See, look at everybody. Just look at everybody. You, See? See? Now where did this come from? See? See, you, you thought you gonna you were gonna look at everybody and just freeze, but no, see? See the Lord kicked in. The Lord's gonna start kicking into your life and blessing your life. Uh-huh. What you what else you want the Lord to do for you? So I cancel that fear. That oh, thing wow. with your father, that frustrations, right? Right. Right? No more pain. No more three o'clock waking up. Right. That spirit is not going to do that. Because, right. you know, a, a lot of times the, the, 
the understanding, you know, a lot of times you don't, you're here, here about 3 a.m. in the morning or something like that. A lot of times what happens is at the end of the day, you're just kind of tired. And so once you start to sleep a little bit, you get rested. And then you begin to ponder on things and think about things and things that happened during the day or things that aggravated you and those type of things. But the long and the short of it is that spirit is, is, is fighting with you. Right? Because hmm? yeah. your fathers are hard to please a little bit, right? Yes. <laughs> I heard that one. The bass song, yes. Hmm. So what do you want God to do for you? I want to be able to connect to God. Um, I think a long time I wanted to have a relationship with him. Um, I guess I am the one blocking it for real. Because many times I feel unworthy or maybe don't believe it. You know, it's like the sun rises and then it's like, ah, no. Right, you know, see. that can't be true. This can't be real. You're not going to, you know, really do it. Amen. Like, go big for God. Um, I think that's what I really want to do. But for children, um, I want to be able, I have a school, after school program. and uh, For children. Children. Okay. Yeah. You have children too? No, I don't have any okay. children. So your children is those kids guess, after school yeah. program. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And where is this at? It's in Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, okay. Yeah. Um I really just want God to make it so real. You know, um I'll you, you come here, you come here, come here, come here. Right here. Come come here. Can, listen, you turn your discernment on. When she talks, uh, doesn't she have a sweet spirit? Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> listen, you keep coming around here. Mm. You keep coming around here. Listen. I basically told you the same thing you told. A lot of the just unworthiness and that fear. And you got to believe it. You have a beautiful spirit. I know you love God. You can tell people to love God. Yes. When, when it, it, there's something in people's voice. You can tell when they love God. There's just this, there's that, that sweetness of Christ in there. And I'm not saying you're an angel all the time, but we know that, right? But... But sometimes we just, when we, are, when we are unworthy, we have tendencies to tell people we're unworthy. Our countenance does. But it don't even, it don't come off that way. This is your own little prison. You got yourself in a prison. Nobody else can even see the prison. Right. <laughs> it don't exist. What does exist, I'm destroying it now. Amen. You come around here and you go to the prayer room. And we'll get all this unworthiness. Yeah. Amen. Because I remove in the unworthiness, but the thing is, sometimes we walk in such a habit. Yeah. Anybody hear what I'm saying? You could go to the prayer room and get a spirit taken off of you, but if you got a habit, if you got a habit of always believing things are going to work out bad, you've got a habit of believing that you're not worthy, if you've got a habit of believing people are not going to accept you, Sometimes even after the spirit's gone, you still doing that habit. That's right. 
and that habit's going to stop. Yes? Yes. Because there's so much more you want to do. Don't you sing with your children? Yes. Yes. See, the choir. <laughs> the choir. And you have some troubled kids you work with. Yeah. See, that is awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. All right. Huh? Hmm? You're working with them because you think they're unworthy and you're unworthy and y'all just have an unworthy party. <laughs> And, and, and that's, that's awesome that you're working with these kids, but God's got more for you too. Right. Right? Right? Yeah. Don't hold yourself a prisoner. Daughter, I accept you. Your spirit is, is genuine. Quit beating up on yourself. Mm. Now, we all need Jesus. I ain't saying you're holy. We all need him. But sometimes we can already see the Lord at work in people. Have faith in God. And have faith that he loves you. Right. Huh? He's told you, you've already met with him. He's told you things about your life. Yes? And you ain't never talked to me about none of those things. So you met with God. And if I can, if I can come and, and love on you this way and encourage you this way, how much more can he? Yes. Now you receive this faith and you walk in this faith. And you come around here more. You come here some? Yeah. I just, um, I just really come to the service, but I come to the prayer room a lot. I come to the prayer room a lot. All right. So maybe I'm meeting some of that prayer. I don't know what I'm meeting, but you have a wonderful spirit. You come around here more. Right? And by the way, we have preaching fellowship this afternoon at 3.30. If you love Jesus... Right? If you love Jesus, 3.30, we give everybody 10 or 15 minutes to just to preach, right? And to express yourself. That's something you'll be good at, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. I just beat that rock up you've been hiding under all these years. Yes. But that preaching fellowship, that's for anybody. And listen, sometimes, listen. It's nice that you come and listen to preaching, right? This afternoon we, we had prophecy. Look on our podcast. Wonderful message this morning. I say it's wonderful because God gave it to us. Amen. But sometimes what makes you grow is you witnessing. And sometimes what makes you grow is, is you, you know, we, we call it preaching fellowship, but it's, it's basically you allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you. Once that starts, then you start to get used you stop being afraid of people. Right. And this morning's message was a lot about being fearful of man and trying to impress man. Listen, you're coming out of your bondage. You're out. But you just got some bad habits of thinking you always last place. Right. And nobody's going to accept you. Haven't I accepted you? Yeah. Haven't I accepted you? Yes, you did. All right. Who God receives, no man can reject. So you walk with this faith. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Uh, she so, said the teeth gone and she had a backache. That went too. The backache we can, went too. All right. She said thank you, prophet. She, amen. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Yes. The teeth are gone and the backache too. Hallelujah. Kiss some of mine. God can even reach out 
on the cell phone and touch you. Because uh, the word comes by hearing. Huh? And it's received by faith. So if you believe, anything can happen. Hallelujah. Yes, Nicole, come please. I encourage you again to listen to the message from this morning on podcast. Yes, you can get it right there on your gadget. There's no cost, no nothing. And it's, it's a wonderful time, so you could just meditate and, and, and listen to that words. Um, and so I want you to have a beautiful week this week. Listen. Huh? You? Your word? Well, I gave you a word. I just said it's been a long time since you had a word. And then... <laughs> where, are you? where do you think I got these words? In my pocket? Mm-hmm. All right, your word. You want something to go smooth. There's something you're praying about to go smooth. What is that? Stand up, please. Where's your mic? Mm-hmm. He gave it to Josanne. Uh, the extension on the salon, I, um, I got jail to come and give me an estimate. So I'm looking at that project early in Okay, and you want that to go smooth, yes. right? On, on your salon, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And one more thing, Prophet. One more thing. <laughs> well, right. I have to give you the list, Prophet. Uh, all right, give me the one more thing. Let me hear the one more uh, thing. Um, a burnt orange SUV. Huh? A burnt orange SUV. <laughs> a burnt orange SUV. Time for Kaseke. Do I look like an elf or what? What is it? <laughs> Well, I, I saw the vehicle, you know. I've been seeing, I don't know why y'all want vehicles at Christmas. I saw the vehicle, but I didn't want to mention all these vehicles. Next thing people say, that prophet's just giving away cars, just giving away cars. Well, y'all the one asking for them. I'm not, I'm not the one inventing on it, you know. Hallelujah. A burnt orange. A burnt orange, I could do that. Somebody was burning some oranges the other day. <laughs> was it burning them oranges for? Or maybe that was something Janice was watching. Somebody burning some oranges. They're burning the peels or something. People burn orange peels for tea or something. Oh, they make teas. You don't want tea, you want a car. Mmm. <laughs> Now, you know that's expensive, right? Yeah. All right. God All right. can do anything. The Lord can do anything. Yes, but you've got to make the payments. Yeah. <laughs> I tease you. 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 All right. Your salon, that's going to go smooth. Thank you. Just let God do it. Don't get it in no rush. Just let it go. Yeah. God's going to make the salon work smooth, right? Mm-hmm. 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 And we're going to put the other one on God's list, right? Yes. Right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you've got enough faith to see it sitting right out there. You just walk out. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but it is feasible, right? Yes. Give the Lord time to work it out. Now, the Lord can do anything. There's nothing he can't do. He can do anything. But sometimes he has a way in which he does it, right? So he's not saying, no, you don't deserve it. No, you can't have it. So it's coming. Amen. You believe that? You can yes. see that? Yes, I receive All right, you hold on to that. Yeah. All right, so that salon is going to work out smooth, right? Yes, All right. Perfect. You're most welcome. Thank you. Here's some of my cotton. Mm. See, the Lord has no problem blessing you Amen. if you give him the glory yes. and give him the praise. Woo. Amen. So you're going to have a beautiful week this week. If you want to, if you don't want to have a good week, you know, you just... I don't want to speak nothing on you that you're just not interested in. You know, if, if you want to stay poor, you stay poor. If you, uh, uh, if, if, you want to, if you want to do Job again this week, do Job again this week. Yes. But let's, let's just love on the Lord and let's just let him bless our week and give him opportunities. And let's all of us be evangelistic and, and reach out to some people. This time of year, there's a lot of people hurting. Yes, and this year, the Christmas season often reminds people of bad Christmases. So, you know, let's don't just look out for us. Let's look out for others and see we we can help. And, you know, if you can't minister to them and get them to feeling better, send them to the prayer room, right? Encourage them to come. Let's be evangelistic, right? Uh, you know, for conscience sake and for the the glory of the kingdom that's coming. Amen. So let's be evangelistic this week. If you ask the Lord to be evangelistic, he will send you some people that you can that you can minister to. Amen. He's going to send you some people. You like to minister to people, yes? Uh-huh. And you too. Yes, you. You say you can't. You say, you say I can't preach. You need to come preach in fellowship. Amen. Uh, listen. There's, there's something awesome about there's something awesome about preaching fellowship. You think you can't do it. And all at once you stand up and you realize these words just begin to flow. Sometimes you don't know how real God is until you need him. Otherwise you just think it's you. Yes. So everybody have a blessed week. Amen. We give the Lord praise.